Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Nathan Brown Show, live from Walk-Ons, Sports Bistro in Conway on 106.7 Buzz 2. Bears looking to double pass here. Kylan James with time, has an opportunity downfield, caught. Gerard Barnes is off to the races. 20, 10, 5. The Bears are the best in America at the running back pass for touchdowns. Over the next hour, Coach Brown and Bears broadcaster Justin Acri will recap previous games, highlight outstanding performances, and look ahead to what's next for Central Arkansas football. Returnable from the 17. Richmond across the 30, 35, 40, 45, 50. He's got one man to beat. He's down the sideline. He's into the end zone. For the second time this year. The Nathan Brown Show is presented by Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and broadcasted live at their location at 955 South Amity Road. And also brought to you in part by HD Roofing and Construction, Highland Dairy, La Quinta Inn and Suites Conway, Moik's RV, and Fairfield Inn and Suites. They're going to bring some pressure, it looks like. They're going to hand it off the Bears, do off the right side. And there he goes. Hale at midfield, 40, 35, 30, slips a tackle, 25, 20, 10, 5, pylon, and yes, touchdown, Central Arkansas, Darius Hale. Now let's head to walk-ons and join Nathan Brown and Justin Acree. All right, welcome in for week two here at Walk-Ons for the Nathan Brown Show. Great to be with you again. Nathan Brown, Justin Acree here. Todd Pierce holding things down back in the studio for us. We appreciate you tuning in tonight on a Labor Day. And, uh, Coach, this has kind of become a tradition that our Labor Day show takes place. Some people might move theirs off to another day, but I'm happy to be here with you. And I was hoping we'd be recapping a, a big win. And, obviously, last week felt going in you guys would have a good chance at Oklahoma State, and you proved it. A couple of plays here or there, and, could have had a little different outcome, but you, you talked a lot about it before and in the post game. Uh, we talked about it off the air, but you wanted to make it a four quarter game. You did that, and then some. Yeah, I was I was proud of our team. I mean, bottom line is is we we went over to a hostile environment. I mean, that was a sold out crowd. Um, you know, and, and obviously one of the best programs in the country over the last couple of decades, and um, you know, battled with them for four quarters. You know, and and, and I told our guys, and, and I may have said this off air that. Um, very proud of them, uh, proud of the effort, I mean, because of the, what they did and how they accomplished, uh, you know, you know, getting our goals and getting it to a four-quarter game, but wasn't happy. I mean, I felt like we we gave it away. We had a chance to, you know, when it's all said and done, to win the game, and, and we just didn't come through. And, and, and obviously, we, we proved we belong in an atmosphere and, a, and being on the same field as a team like Oklahoma State, but um again i'm not a huge fan of moral victories um but but our guys uh our guys definitely felt like they left meat on the bone as well yeah you mentioned fifty-four thousand at the game uh atmosphere wise does it reminiscent of the last time you guys were there or maybe some other environments you've been in you know it, it, different for me because i was on the sideline this time so last time i was in the box and and uh call you know uh, as offensive coordinator calling plays and so it, it a little different for me i don't know exactly what it was like on down on the field last time we were there but i know this time it was loud i i you know comparing it to old miss last year definitely a better atmosphere than old miss uh been to texas tech but, but probably a better atmosphere than that i mean probably one of the best that, in, in, in my anticipation of division one era that the uca bears have played in front of so yeah. for us to come in and, and and play like we did and and, and compete and and uh and, you know battle for four quarters it was it was definitely definitely uh something you could be proud of and 
you know, I think I think one thing we proved, and, and, and if people didn't believe us to begin with, we've got a pretty good team, and yeah. and we're excited to show that as we continue to move forward. Well, it felt like going into the season, Coach, and again, it's a cliche, but I think with this team, because of all the known quantities, that if Will could take that next step forward, that you guys are going to be, you know, carried maybe into the postseason uh, on his arm, and obviously you've got a lot of great surrounding talent, but he's a he's a guy you're looking to take that next step in 24-37, 268, two touchdowns, no interceptions, really nothing really close. I didn't think he forced anything. Great poise and played with like a guy who's been in the system for two years. I mean, I, I was blown away. What'd you think of his his performance? Well, I thought he gave us a chance to win. I mean, he kept us kept some plays alive, hit some big third down passes down the field, um, you know, and and just had a lot of poise through. You know, even even the first drive, he takes us right down right down the field, um, gives us an opportunity to score. We didn't, we obviously didn't capitalize, but um, he was putting the ball where it needed to be. He was being accurate. He was put he was spreading the wealth to to our receivers and 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 giving them a chance to to make plays. So. Um, we knew we knew what we thought Will was going to play like, and, and I think he proved that on Saturday. I mean, him and Coach Collins have put together a great rapport, especially being together for a year now, and, and uh, you know, he's playing sharp. I mean, if you compare him a year ago to where he is now, it's not even close. We're going to talk to uh, Ken Collins, offensive coordinator here in a little bit. Also, Greg Stewart, defensive coordinator, back at uh, Central Arkansas. And I know going in, Coach, you know, again, you're just trying to compare. And it was a long time ago, completely different roster, you know, a lot of, lot of different faces, obviously, on this team. But, you know, you had something to compare it to, and I, I read your quotes leading into the game, and you felt like maybe the offense just let you guys down the first time around. It was, you know, a little better Oklahoma State team, too. This time, I mean, you guys certainly did some good things, and you guys held the advantage in the overall yardage at, at a point yeah. in the, late in the third quarter into the fourth quarter. You also had the ball in the fourth quarter to start the final quarter with a chance to take the lead. But uh, 453 to 391, the difference. Um, you know, again, offensively, I would say uh, a much more – complete performance this time against this team yeah last time we went there i mean we didn't do anything on offense we had to score on a trick play um obviously that was a really good team the oklahoma state was fielding i don't this team that they have now is to be determined right. I, I think they'll be pretty good and coach gundy tends to win so um but but again that team we played that that night was a sugar bowl team or sugar bowl bound team eventually so um, but we didn't do much and again our defense kept us in the game that night i thought i thought it, we had a great mesh the other night i mean offense um, obviously stalled out a couple times there in the first half and had some opportunities that we didn't capitalize on, um, but defense kept us in the game. I mean, they, they, they gave us a, a shot going into the second half because of their play. So, um, look, we had explosive plays. I mean, I, I don't know what the explosive play count was, uh, you know, comparison the two, um, but but I would say it was very equal. Um, and, and you go into an atmosphere, and, and, and obviously a team that has more scholarships, a little bit longer, a little bit faster than, than maybe we are. I mean, that's impressive. And yeah. so, I, you know, I thought Gerard had moments the other night. Christian Richmond obviously had moments. All three running backs had great moments. Um, and, and, and I thought our offensive line held up. Look, we were down two starting offensive linemen after the, about the third series of the game. And, and uh, you know, some guys had to come in that weren't necessarily expected to play as much as they did, and, and we held up. And that was, that was good to see. Yeah, Will Diggins with that with an injury. doesn't sound like it's going to be long-term for him. And, unfortunately, lost Fraser Rose to a significant leg injury. Had to be carted off, and it looks like his season is done. Yeah, unfortunate for Fraser. Obviously, he was he was playing well, and, and he was going to be a staple for us this year at right tackle. And uh, got rolled up and just, just uh, you know, kind of kind of, kind of got a uh, – Got got one of those lower leg injuries, so uh, he's he's seen the doctor. Um, the decision's being made on whether to have surgery or not. Yeah. So um, probably won't see him for the re- remainder of the season. He's got a bright future ahead of him. And look, all it means is other guys got to step up, and that's what happened the other night. I mean, BK Collier had to step up. We Mayo had to step up. Josh George had to play in several spots throughout the night. So um, we'll we'll figure out what the best combination is moving forward. Now that we've we don't have Fraser in the mix, but um, you know that's why you recruit. You try to recruit for depth. And then Will Diggins will be back. Will Diggins will be fine. He yeah. Yeah, he had a mild hamstring strain. Uh, don't worry about that too much. Okay. 
Um, going back and looking at the two touchdowns, those who missed it in the first quarter, Bears got to stop. You'll hear that turnover that the Bears forced coming up after the break. But you go down and drive it right down the field, and everything was looking beautiful. You guys score a touchdown, gets called back on a legal lineman downfield, which you said was kind of a fluky play. Yep. And then also you score again, and you get it called back this time on a crackback block, which if you go back and look at the tape, was very questionable. Big 12 officials, though, uh, erring on the side of caution for the home team there. Um, and then you guys end up trying to attempt a field goal, which was a problem all night. We'll get we'll talk about that in a little bit. And, unfortunately, walk away empty-handed. But uh, let's start with the two plays, Coach, and, and the two touchdowns they called back. And, I, again, I didn't notice it while we were – because we were watching the you know where the ball was going. But what did you see on the on the first and second touchdowns that were called back? Well, it, you know, it, it, it's question – you know, calls that the officials made, and they've got bang-bang jobs to do, and it's tough, you know. And so, uh, unfortunately for us, it didn't go in our direction. Uh, and, and, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, really, you know, we you, you don't see that too often. You you, you know, that was in t- on two consecutive plays, right. by the way, um, which is which makes it even more kind of surreal uh, to say the least. But uh, we actually got a, a first. Way to say we had we actually had a first down after that and had a chance to, to punch it in. We just weren't able to do that, and obviously we tipped a field goal that didn't go through. But um, but yeah, I mean, illegal man downfield, and that's you know that's a tough call. You know, Will had to wait for a second window, kind of held it a little bit longer than he normally does, and. Uh, Frazier was downfield a little bit, and he kind of tripped downfield, but it but it kind of worked that way. And then, you know, I wouldn't coach Austin Elders to do anything different just between me and you. Okay. Just is what it is. All right. Uh, we'll talk about uh, some of the issues in the kicking game, Coach, on the other side. We also are going to talk about uh, the defensive effort because, obviously, uh, they gave you guys a shot here, and it was impressive. We're going to talk to defensive coordinator Greg Stewart after the break. Uh, again, Ken Collins coming up a little bit later here at Walk-Ons in Conway. Come on out. It's a great day to be here. And uh, I got a ball game on tonight anyway, Clemson and Duke. And start next week, we'll have Monday Night Football to catch while we're doing the show here. But we'll be back here at Walk-Ons. And Conway, after this, you're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on Buzz 2, 106.7. If you have a question or comment for the head bear, send Justin a message on Twitter at JustinAkry7. Now, back to the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, 955 South Amity Road, on the Buzz Radio Network. turnover on downs regardless and the interception made by none other than the man we mentioned moments ago Demetrius Charles on the jump ball pulls it down for a rebound all right 713 back here at walk-ons in Conway and that was the first turnover of the game it was on the opening drive the Bears had would have had a stop on fourth down either way could have batted it down but you might as well grab the interception when you can get it you're uh Going to talk about this game a little bit more. Look ahead to the Bears' home opener, which is this Saturday, 6 o'clock, with Texas College coming in out of Tyler, Texas. And they had a uh, rough Saturday, to say the least, and we'll talk about the matchup coming up in a little bit. Greg Stewart, defensive coordinator, joining us. And, uh, Coach, obviously things started off really well, and I loved your comments in the Democrat Gazette this week. And I, I will have to sort of paraphrase it, but basically what it was like – stupid when, was it? No, it was really you know, good. Okay, good. But it's like when you go – when you're an FCS team going to play an FBS team, or even if you're yeah. a, a non-Power 5 against the Power 5, sometimes you're beaten before you go there. You can't make a mountain yeah. out of a molehill. It's just a ball game. It's a game. Yeah. And I think that's where a lot of guys think it's the Super Bowl, but it's not. It's right. another game, you know. And uh, I, I thought – I know defensively 
well, team-wise, we did really good at that, just taking it one play at a time. And we had a chance. We had a chance, and we didn't. What were you but most impressed with? That we played really hard and really fast. And then that was the main thing. Yeah. When that ball was snapped, they were rolling. Yeah. And and that was the – you know, you always worry about that because you, you ain't done it in the line, that situation. But, shoot, that ball was snapped, then dudes was flying. Yeah. And they were hunting. Yeah. So. Well, you, you guys did a great job of stuffing up the run early on, too. There just wasn't much there for them. Uh, what were some of the keys of what you guys did defensively against a massive offensive line? Well, we put fast guys in there. Okay, that helps. Uh, and then we had uh, we had Logan and, and played it up two four eyes where it made them hard for him to run it on the inside and and let those at the early we put we put Cam and, and um, T Bird on the edges and just made them bounce it out wide. And I think the linebackers did a pretty decent job of, of fitting it up. Uh, and making it and, and not letting it slash us down in between the tackle box, making them stop his feet and either go east and west. Right. So, which that's the key to them be the key to every week. Sure. You no. Know? Um, when you uh, when you go back and look at the guys that had to fill in, because you did have, you know, your, basically your two starting safeties were injured. Um, yeah. I, I, when did they get hurt? They did. They, they did play most of the second, 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 second half. Yeah. Because I, I remember one time I looked back and they were there and I looked on the field and, and KC and Dylan were there, but they were they were, they were were balling. Yeah. They were doing good. Yeah. So, you know, we didn't really miss a beat. I wish I'd have had him. I yes. told T-Bird he can't be getting hurt. No, you're going to need him. Uh, yeah. He's pretty special. Yeah. Um, how about with the QBs? And I heard Coach Brown talk about this after the game, that it really didn't make a lot of difference because they were similar. You did Gundy was a lefty, but other than that, was there any difference as far as preparation, the way you guys approached it? Nope. Yep. No, but just I, no, we never even really talked about it. I, I didn't even know. We heard uh, somebody said Saturday they were going to play three quarterbacks, but it really didn't matter because they were all trying to do the same thing. Right. Yeah. I want to talk about your uh, recruitment to come back here, and it was kind of a happenstance meeting. Nathan that... felt sorry for me. Is that right? Yeah. I was been retired for a year and a half. She got tired of me. Yeah. So Nathan but, felt sorry for him. But you guys ran into each other at a softball tournament. We did, and at the uh, at the uh, well, A Sun, A Sun Coach yeah. Brown, do you make it a habit of going to softball tournaments? <laughs> well, actually, I was on a trip to see Coach Norvell with uh, Doctor Teague, and we just killed yeah. two birds with one stone. Went and watched Jenny P and the yeah. uh, Coach Coach P and the girls play, and Stacks happened to be watching Holly play her last game, and. Yeah. We ran into each other and kind of kind of talked about future plans. So I didn't know what I was going to do. I was going because I I wanted to watch her player last year, but I'm not mentally stable enough to sit at home by myself. There's only so many sticks you can pick up, and so much grass you can cut. So <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. So you get a call. I mean, was it? It was only a couple weeks after the the chance meeting, I guess, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And how did he pitch you? What did you say? I, I just got, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I just kind of told him he didn't have a choice. <laughs> That's pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Was it a hard sell or would you? Were no, you I got No, it wasn't. So we got a year. I mean, I was a year and a half, didn't do nothing. I, I still got a couple. Now, I'm going to tell you, in the fourth quarter of this past game, I tried to make myself throw up because I was, I was tired. Yeah. Uh, that, <laughs> so, so I was thinking, man, I was sitting on the beach this time last year. <laughs> but, but I'm so thankful for Nathan letting me, yeah. let me get back in it. You like the stress of it. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you miss the, Most the, the, of the competition, time. don't you? I, mean, I do you, miss that. Man. Yeah. Them kids. Yeah. I miss them. Them kids keep you young. 
So your daughter finished, and then you recruited her to come up here. Yeah, I mean, and we I'm following extra... her around. Okay, so now we yeah. got we got two stewards for the price That's of one, right? right? Man, it's good deal. Right. It's a great deal. Yeah, yeah. Well. yeah, yeah. Well, that's excellent. <laughs> so what's uh what what were your expectations going into that game, and what are your what's your feeling about the year? I mean, they're obviously very high expectations with the talent back with Oklahoma State. No, with, yeah. What do yeah. you, th- you think about going into the game? Then what do you feel like for the year too? That's a two part question. I, I, I think I think we got a chance. I mean, obviously we got a chance. I think there's some things we got to clean up. Coaching wise and player wise, uh, but, but I think that we, anybody, if you can go to a game and, and you can playing hard, I once worked for a guy that said playing hard is not all of it. Well, it's most, it's a lot of it, yeah. you know. And keep it simple for them and let them and let them run and hit. Uh, and I think our, our guys are bought into doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's going to be a tough road. Uh, but I think they approach practice and the things they do every day with that attitude. So I'm fired up. You had a couple of top ten defenses when you were here the first time. How yeah. would you compare that group to what you have now? Uh, I, I knew somebody was going to ask me this. Oh, there, I, there's, there's two of them still playing in the NFL. Yeah. So that's yet to be seen. I think we might have some, but I know there's two still playing. So okay. I think, and Nathan said it, probably overall talent may be a little better. Now, a couple of them dudes, George Odom, he was an eraser. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah. And Trey Smith was, I mean, they were good players. But yeah. I think we got comparable, and I think we got several, you know, guys. We, we asked, Golday's an interesting story, Jake Golday, who led the team in tackles on Saturday. And How many did he have? I think nine was the final tackle. See, I yeah. only had him with seven, so he was mad at me on <laughs> Sunday. <'cause laughs> well, the official scorebook says nine. I think the special part. teams. He may have one, yeah. 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 So you said we came up and asked you about him and getting him in the lineup, and you said he's a pro. That was the first thing you said about Jake Golden. He can be. What, do you, what is so special about him? He's big and he's fast. Those are good things. <laughs> he is long. He's got long arms. Yeah, he's long, and he can, he can close. And for being so big, he can close. The, the thing that he's still got to improve on is, bend, is he hasn't had he, to bend his hips. Yeah. He hasn't done it in a while. Played so, standing up, right? Played right. standing up, and, and so we got to keep continuing to work on that. But but he loves football. Mm-hmm. He loves it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he come off the sideline the other day and just, just said, "Man, this is so fun." So that, that's what you want to hear. <laughs> well, that is a know. good thing. Yeah. How about uh, David Walker? We heard about him all fall camp last year. He more than proved that the, awesome. the praise was real. Yeah. yeah. And then you got obviously Logan, who's been a you yeah. know all time career yeah, guy. I love them. Them dudes are great guys. That makes it easy because them guys are. I mean, we got some six-year dudes. I mean, you you ain't got to coach them. They're they're the coaches. Mm-hmm. So uh, that that stuff helps a bunch. What do you think about um, you know the overall schedule? Have you looked at it, or are you just a week by week guy? We got next week. We're gonna go try to dominate whoever shows up Saturday. Okay. So what do you, what do you got this week? Have you looked at Texas College much? Yeah. I mean, we're gonna go try to dominate them. Yeah. You know, and I know you can think of all that stuff. What happened last week? So whatever. They're the next team that we got to play, and we want to go try to dominate them. Yeah. Um, anybody else that stood out to you defensively on Saturday? Yeah, the the young guys. I know Dylan, the, the, the KC. KC. Uh, that's what I was most impressed about. They, I mean. Them guys were flying around. Yeah. You know? Well, and I think the corners did that. Corners I think did Andrew, a great job. Andrew did a great job. Yeah. I think TD did a great job. Yeah. Um, James you know. had a couple plays. Yeah. Well, that was the thing. Hayes is playing, you know, Henderson State last year. Yeah. And this year, he's over here playing in front of 55,000. That's going to be. Balling. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. that's that's encouraging to see. And I'm really proud of the D-line because a, lot of, a bunch, we only rushed three, so them guys yeah. getting killed. <laughs> I mean, they were. Uh, but they were battling and fighting, and they were doing, they were sacrificing for the team. I made it, what they did, made it, and they were still getting some pressure even on some three-down stuff. Yeah. So uh, it's encouraging. No doubt. Well, listen, I appreciate you coming on with us, and uh, we'll be looking forward to talking yeah. to you again this Thank year. You, yeah, appreciate it. Yep. That's Greg Stewart, defensive coordinator here at Central Arkansas. Um, Coach, I'm really glad you went to that softball tournament. <laughs> that worked out well, huh? Hey. It did, it did, it yeah. did. We, we, uh, well, and, and I had a, already had a rapport with Stacks from the four years we coached together, and it was it was easy for me to go after him. And, 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 I, and, and I'm not tooting his own horn, but we've tried to hire coaches that have been under his coaching tree for the last five years of my coaching career. So to get to help, you know, eventually hire the tree, it's a pretty good deal. And he's, he's an old been right man. in. He felt sorry for an old man. Yeah. I don't feel sorry for him. Pretty good, pretty good tree, I'd say. So you, you, you did well. That could be your that could be your second nickname. I get a nickname Stacks. I'm sure I asked you this last time you were here. Yeah, that's long, long story. I mean, yes, it's a whole segment. Huh? Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I could do my own show. Well, that's fine. Coach, and I'll stay we home could next do a week. Yeah, here we yeah. go. We're gonna have that. Well, well, we'll find that out later in the year. There's your tease for later in the season. I can't remember. I don't. I, I can barely remember what happened last week. Uh, well, Coach, I appreciate you. We'll yeah. be back. Uh, Nathan Brown is going to continue with us. Obviously, it's the Nathan Brown Show, and we will also talk to Ken Collins coming up here in a bit, the offensive coordinator for Central Arkansas. He has got a uh, an embarrassment of riches to play with over on that side of the ball. We'll talk to him about how he's going to try to keep everybody involved all season long, and uh, we'll get into that on the other side. Stay with us. You're listening to The Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk-On's Sports Bistro in Conway, where everything is made from scratch, bringing Cajun cuisine to life. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin on the Buzz Radio Network. McElvain in the shotgun, gets it, fakes it, rolls right, throws outside, caught, touchdown! Kylan James, number seven, four, six. And the Bears are one score away here in Stillwater, Oklahoma. All right, welcome back here to Walk-Ons in Conway. And that was uh, one of the scores for the Bears, and uh, and that was one that stood, Coach, fortunately. And uh, we are joined by Ken Collins, who, you know, again, it's an exciting job for you. Obviously, it is it is uh, got to be a lot of fun this year, Coach, with all the talent you guys have on offense. Also, a very difficult task of trying to keep, you know, all the kids fed, I guess, this yep. year. So uh, is it more fun or is it more challenging to keep everybody happy? Well, it's going to be more fun because everybody's everybody outside of Shunderic is a year older and more mature in the offense. And, you know, you can you can say, hey, you know, we you come up with this big plan to, to get everybody involved and this and that. But the number one thing is you have to trust every person that goes out there and uh, they have earned my trust, so therefore, in any of those situations, uh, any of those guys can be in there. Just the the, the touchdown that that we just heard, that like we we were we were there was a review right before there was a pause right before the play, and we're on the headsets going, "Hey, all right, I, I, I like this this play or this play." And the problem with the play that we called 
it, it, that was the most challenging part of the, of the entire field. Like their student section was right there with the paddles, and it was loud. And But there was an element to that play where, okay, we have everybody's got to be on the same because it was one of two plays. It was either going to be a run or a pass. And and but we executed it and 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 communicated it perfectly and that I, that fired me up so that tells me that you know this year that makes me feel good about hey everybody's communicating mm-hmm. let's go everybody's on the same page and, or I wouldn't have called that play we'd have called it a, a more hey just you know call it and run it you guys own the third quarter you guys came back and, and you'd already lost a couple of offensive linemen did you have to tweak anything from a, a strategic standpoint with two linemen down no you just you don't ever do that if a skill guy goes down or a tight end type guy goes down and we were having to use extra linemen as a tight end for a snap but uh but no we just kept rolling we felt good about our plan and uh you know you just it's unfortunate you don't have your your best guys in there but uh no we just we were calling what we were going to call and and let's rock and roll but we had a we had a great third quarter uh not so much second quarter uh, I think we were moving the balls in the second quarter, and then uh, honestly, I, I probably got a little greedy with some calls and 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 called too many dropbacks. Called a couple dropbacks, and we took sacks. Yeah. And, and and that was uh, you know I didn't do that anymore. Uh, but uh, yeah, we we got on a roll there for a minute. It's like uh, I mean their hair was on fire. I mean they're 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 faking an injury. I mean, they're doing the whole thing, and it's like, okay, we got them, boys. Let's go. There may have been an old Miss mention from the from the booth, Coach. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. There was some of that. Uh, how did you feel like the three-headed monster did? I mean, Powell ran. I mean, again, I think he's faster, maybe, than anybody even realized, and he runs hard. That was the thing that stood out to us. But, you know, Darius got involved a little bit later, and then really it was those three on that drive in the third quarter that got you guys back into the thing. Right, right. We, uh, we threw a couple of pa- – no, we gave it to Kyle, and – uh, three times in a row. You know, we, we talked about at halftime. All right, hey, we know some of these little throws to the flat are going to be there, and and uh, so let's get, let's get them going. And you, I mean, you, we're three plays into the draw. We start out. It was a ninety-five yard yeah. deal. So uh, we start out the minus five. You look up three plays later. We're on the plus side, and so uh, yeah, that's when they that's when they started. You know, you know, one of their linemen cramped up or whatever happened. And uh, but but Shunderick, I mean, he was a couple of plays away from from like 50 yard runs like yeah. home runs and and so he's going to be fun to watch i mean and, and he's going to mature more and more in our offense and those other two guys know more of what we're do, what, exactly what we expect and and they all they all had a role and they all will continue to have a role and we'll play two of them at the same time and, and at times we'll play all three of them at the same time there was one play there was a bad snap and i guess it was in maybe the third or maybe the fourth quarter where Will has a glance off, and then he has to go chase it down. He's got a guy bearing down on him, and he reaches down on the run as opposed to diving on it and throws it out of bounds. It's a super heads-up oh play. Gosh, but as a coach, like, you like that, or you want to no, get it? No, I mean, I, my heart stopped beating for a second. I mean, you know, I mean, but but he looked like a shortstop, you know, coming in. I mean, it was that was smooth as silk. I was like, wow, yeah. that's one thing we don't work on. Right, you probably should. We talked about consistency with him before the season. That was an area again. You saw. Some just brilliant games from him last year. I'd forgotten how good he was in a loss at the end of the season um, against Jacksonville State, but he had some moments of brilliance and then a few games where he struggled. Consistency's the key. Do you do you see that in camp? I mean, did you see that coming on for him? Yes, we've seen it. We've seen it all along. Uh, you know, when you get somebody new like we did last year, and he'd been through several offensive coordinators, and and there was a there was a level of trust that we didn't have just kind of naturally just from be, not, not knowing him and we did it was a quick recruiting process with him uh but it's totally different this year he knows 
what we expect. When I call something, he even mentioned it after the game. He goes, Coach, I was we were right on the same page. When you were calling stuff, I was – man, I knew I, – I kind of almost anticipated it. And once we got it called, I knew what to do. You know, they know what to do, but – but to know what we expect out of the play in that situation, yeah. I mean, he's he's further along, uh, way further along than last year. So it's going to be fun. I mean, it, we've we've got some, we've we've got some pop on our side of the or on our side of the ball, yeah. and uh, we got receivers <laughs> making plays. And you know, the one thing we didn't do as receivers is is uh, break tackles. You know, because those are those are Big Twelve safeties that that are good tacklers, but. But we knew going in that those are going to be our best matchups. Is not necessarily the corners, but hey, let's pick on the safeties. So a lot of those, a lot when we spread it out and throw little hitches to to those guys in front of the safeties, we knew we could do that. Uh, but we'll start. We start playing guys on our level. We'll start breaking tackles with those little dinky throws and, and uh, giving it to the running backs, and we'll be rocking and rolling. Yeah, I think. Darius Hale told me before the season. I said, "What do you want to work on for this year?" He said, "I want to catch the ball a bit more." Your running backs accounted for 10 of the 24 receptions the other day. Do you see them being involved heavily oh, in yes, the pass game? Yes. Yeah, some of the best running backs I've been around, uh, best one I've ever coached, hit, the last year I coached him, he had like 48 catches. So that they need to be a, a, a massive part of our offense. And uh, so I'm, I'm pleased. I mean, we didn't have a drop ball. I mean, we didn't. Have, those guys caught it and yeah. ran and, and got out of bounds when they should have. And so – I'm uh, in those little screens. They were sometimes. That's a t- that's tough. I mean, you got guys blitzing. You got massive people, you know, twisting and blitzing, and they're catching it right there. And, and Kylan was running wide open down the middle of the field at one point. Yeah. I mean, and nobody was around him. Yeah. So uh, he was obviously great as a pass catcher last year. Led the team with 40, along with Gerard Barnes. But uh, we know what he can do. So it's good to see the other guys get involved too. We didn't really mention this, um, but no Jordan Owens. So I'm warming up on the on the sideline. I know he's a little bit uh, dinged up, but there's another element, a guy that we're really excited about, a converted quarterback who's big and strong and fast. Right. And, uh, what's his potential, you think? Well, I think, you know, it remains to be so. We haven't seen him as the guy in a game yet, but all things point toward um, he's going to be able to do it. He's going to be able to give us what we want and uh, in the run game and in the passing game. And, and the guy can throw it a mile. So, I mean, I always look for, hey, who can throw it? Of course, everybody thinks they can throw it. Right. You know, that's like everybody thinks they can, you know, I Shoot got a jump it, yeah. shot. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. But but I've seen him drop dimes and, you know, just jacking around in practice. Yeah. And and so that, who knows? I mean, uh, it, but it comes down to the level of trust. How much do we trust you? And then we can then we can branch out what we do. But I'm, I'm pleased with him. He's just got to he's got to get healthy. Good. Going to get a lot of guys involved hopefully this week. Yeah, let's do it. Home opener. Let's go. Let's go. Coach, I appreciate you. Thank you. All right, that is Ken Collins. We're going to take a break. It is 735. We're here at Walk-Ons in Conway. Haven't delved into special teams. Some good and some bad. Uh, see a pretty effective punter sitting over there, Coach. He had a pretty nice night. One of the top 20 punters in the country last year. and Even a little bit better after week one this year. Also, how about uh, Will Seiler in the house celebrating his birthday. Former Bear. The good doctor to be. Appreciate him coming in here and hanging out with us tonight. He's here about every Monday. Former player turned super fan. We'll be back in a second.
Go purple, go gray, go UCA. You're listening to the Nathan Brown Show on the Buzz Radio Network, coming to you live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway. A great place to take the family or catch the game. Now, back to Coach Brown and Justin. McIlvain pulls it, rolls right, throws, and it is caught in the end zone. Christian Richmond, touchdown Central Arkansas. And for Richmond, that is his fifth reception of the night, his first touchdown of the season. All right, welcome back into Walk-Ons, where, you know, we talk a lot about the seafood here. I will tell you, I went buffalo chicken wrap tonight. Phenomenal. I've had it before. It is good. Maddox had a uh, buffalo chicken sandwich, which was about as big as his head. It was very impressive. (laughs) So um, good stuff over here. Hope folks can make it out uh, through the season. Great place to pregame, too. Or I know they were also hosting folks watching the Oklahoma State game. We were out of town, and obviously North Dakota State in two weeks be able to do it again. Yeah, that's awesome. I I saw that promoted, and and obviously I don't know how many TVs are in here, 100. Be a great place to come and watch the Bears put on a show, hopefully. No doubt. Well, listen, big opportunity coming up in, in two weeks. First things first, though, you got Texas College coming in here, home opener, 6 o'clock kick. We'll join you 5 o'clock pregame on uh, the the uh, UCA radio network. And I just want to touch on a couple things from Oklahoma State, then we'll turn the page here, Coach. 65 plays, you guys averaged 6 yards a play, held Oklahoma State to 5.7 yards a play. And we mentioned Gerard Barnes just in passing, but four catches, 94 yards, had 100 all-purpose, wasn't much in the return game. So let's shift now to special teams. Um, and that's an area where, obviously, you guys were very dangerous. They obviously paid very close attention to that from last season. That had to be something that stood out, I would think. Well, and going back to the the, the, the yards per play, I think that's a hidden stat not many people look at. So, you know, when you anytime you can you can lead, lead a game in, in, in average yards per play, especially against a team like Oklahoma State, that's a big deal, you know. And so that, that, gives us, that should give us confidence. That should give us uh, energy moving forward, all those things. But, yeah, I mean, they had a good coverage unit. I mean, bottom line, when you've got depth like a Big 12 team, I mean, you're going you're gonna to be able to run fresh guys out there. And I thought they did a good job, you know, corralling Gerard, not really giving him a good chance. A couple times that punter put the ball pretty high, um, pretty, pretty fairly hard on him. Uh, I thought their kickoff team did a good job kind of corralling Christian. We got out one time, got called back on a penalty, um, on a holding penalty. But, uh, but yeah, I, you know, all in all, our, I thought our special teams was great. I, I mean, you know, obviously Chandler, you know, Colorado punted 46 yards on average. I mean, like you don't just, you know, he's had a great fall camp and obviously, you know, a couple seasons that have been great, great for, for us. But, um, you know, it, the, the, the part that gets me excited is he put enough hang time on it, he put it where it was supposed to be, and yeah. we had our net was 46. So, like, if he averages 46 but we're giving up a net of 39, I mean, you're, you're giving up hidden yardage there. So, right. um, well, the coverage was good, too. There was one that probably should have been a fair cop, yeah. but wasn't. You guys were all over. I think it was Andrew Hayes came down there yeah. and made a big play. Our gunners played really well. I mean, I thought both him and Jacoby and Eichelberger both um, Drew and, and Eichelberg both got down there well, and, and we've had great gunners here in the past, George Odom, Robert Rochelle. I mean, that's what that's what makes or breaks, uh, you know, when, you know, field position battle. So that was big. I thought our kickoff team, we had three kickoffs. I mean, they put them inside the 20 all three times. I mean, uh, really running down with their hair on fire. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we, we've got to clean up the field goal, and that's there's there's no question about that. I mean, we had a couple errant snaps. I thought Jake Ward did a good job catching the snaps. They were high. Um, just threw Jake Jake uh, Jake Jake Gaster's timing off, right. and then and I felt like as the as the game went on, he quit. He 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 was losing a little bit of trust in in the process, and so he was he was slow blinking a little bit. We'll get it fixed. I mean that hadn't reared his head. It hadn't been an issue all camp. Um, we need to bring some more pressure at our our, our field goal unit just to practice it. Um, but but we'll get it fixed. I mean Jake's a great kicker. Jake Jake Ward's a great holder, and and bottom line, Kyle Gasaway has pop, and he can put it where it needs to be at, at, as a snapper. It's just. One of those nights where, where we kind of got, got got the yips and 
um, we've got to improve on improve upon that. Uh, you know when it really matters. So it, we we, we got to get better. Does he snap for punts too? He did. And he did a great job with that. Phenomenal. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, you would think the field goal yeah. snap is so much easier comparatively. Yeah. And yet he 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 drilled all the punt ones. So and, and he'll be fine. He'll be fine. We trust. We fully trust that unit. We'll get it right. Um, you know, we let some leakage happen in the middle of it. We got to be better. I think we had a couple offensive linemen that were tired uh, when we when we were you know shooting those snaps back there. Um, so there's a lot of improvement. Again, you you've got to make big time improvement from week one to week two, and that's an area we're going to. Chandler mentioned uh, 16th in the country last year in punt average, and the other night uh, you mentioned it. I mean, not only was his average good, but obviously the, the net average was phenomenal. But sixth, uh, six for 46.3 on average, long of 61, and currently 11th best in the FCS. So uh, off to a great start again. No surprise, one of the most consistent guys you've had really the last couple of years, Coach. Hopefully, we don't see him a lot on Saturday. Hope I don't see him at all. Be great. Hate to say it, but take, I, take the week I, off. I, I, I'd enjoy not seeing the punter punt a lot. Well, maybe go back and let him play a, a little bit of line this weekend. I don't know. He, he's, he lost a couple guys there. I know he's an old lineman, so I don't know if he wants to get back in the mix there. Probably don't want to risk that. No, he's he's dieted too much since then. So yeah. Uh, what's that to you? I mean, what, what, you, I know you had high expectations going in, but was there anything that you were uh, surprisingly impressed? You know, surprised or impressed by that you weren't necessarily expecting? Well, the the moment wasn't too big for us. I think that was, that's what I was most pleased about was we looked like we belonged. I mean. Uh, you know, you you, you you get in front of a, a crowd of that size, and, and sometimes, you know, a, a program like us isn't used to that. And so the moment sometimes can be too big for your team and your, your staff and your even your support staff and everybody that's involved, and it wasn't. I mean, from the – from the coaches to the athletic trainers to the equipment staff to the support staff to our players, we look like we belonged, and 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 that that's what you have to be most pleased about. And I think the the thing that gets me the most excited and fired up moving forward is, I wasn't the only one that was disappointed in that locker room after. I think we had a group of players that really felt like they let that game slip away. And so, um, you know, we can build on We had a great night last night. We came out and got some good work in last night, got some stretching, got some running in, uh, obviously cleaned up the film, uh, you know, and, and turned the page. But I think our guys were, were very motivated. We're very excited. We're, there was a lot of energy in the building last night. So I think I think if we channel this in the right way, um, this could be a, a game that, that propels us um, moving forward. You mentioned uh, taking a trip down to visit with Coach Norvell. Did you have a chance to watch their performance last night? Impressive. I mean, they're, they're so full of athletes, and, and, and they looked the part. And um, Obviously, his quarterback play was phenomenal. He fell into a couple of really good receivers. And, and, and man, yeah, LSU, too. I mean, there, there's so much talent on that field last night. You, you couldn't shake a stick at it. But I, I was just so pleased for Mike, and I know how hard he works and, and, and his staff work. And so to see them, and, and, again, his first two years being there, not not what you would expect, you know, or want, and – and they stuck it out with him. And guess what? He won 10 last year, and he looks like he's projecting that way this year to maybe even win more. So, I mean, that's a testament to believing in a coach and giving him a chance to build his program, and that's exactly what Coach Norvell is doing. Yeah, I mean, and, you know, and I bring him up not only because he's an alum, but obviously he has been a, a huge supporter and has even in- increased the amount of support that he has brought to the uh, Central Arkansas program. And he and his wife have been it's obviously amazing. really great contributors for you guys. Yeah, we're truly indebted to Mike and Maria and, um, you know, the, the support that they give our, not only our football program, but our athletic department and university. And, um, yeah, we want to see him continue, have continued success. And the way Mike works and, and, and his approach to the game, he's going to have success for a lot of years ahead of him. You know, he, uh, you mentioned the transfer. He's got a kid that came in and caught three touchdowns. It was a transfer in from Michigan State. Yeah. So uh, pretty good recruiting in the portal. But, you know, one thing about him, he had some size. And, and the thing we talk about, you know, largely with your receivers a lot of talented guys, guys that can really play, get open. We mentioned the running backs. None of them are, are real big, though. I mean, you know, Richmond and Barnes are the first two guys that come to mind, and, you know, neither guy is exactly topping out. 
So, you know, you've got some big bodies. Yeah. You know, Jared Long is the guy that comes to mind, Trustin Oliver. How important is it, especially on, like, goal line plays? You guys did try to get Trustin look like on a fade, but um, yeah. to get those guys in the mix or a guy that you can maybe trust as a bigger receiver? Well, and, and Miles Butler's a good size receiver yeah. for our level. I mean, he's going to be 6'1 and a half, 6'2". Um, he's got some physical ability to him. He had, some, he had a good night the other night, and uh, he was nursing an AC sprain, and, and it was good to see him come out healthy. But, uh, yeah, bottom line, you heard Coach Collins say it earlier. It's about trust. I mean, we've got to continue to trust those guys. A guy like Trustin Oliver needs to come on. I mean, his potential's out of this roof. Jared Long had some big moments last year. He's got to come on. Uh, we feel like a, a young freshman, Malachi Henry, he's not a big kid, but similar size to Miles Butler. He's got to come on. Uh, you know, so it, it, it's going to be, uh, you know, a, a position by committee. Uh, we know what Jerron Christian and, and really Miles Butler have, but we've got to get a fourth, fifth, and sixth guy to step up as well. All right, we'll take another timeout. We are here at Walk-Ons, and we will return the beef report, courtesy of the Arkansas Beef Council, on the next opponent up, the Texas College Steers. Coming in, short trip for them from Tyler, Texas. We'll talk about that matchup coming up. 6 o'clock on the Stripes, home opener Saturday night. Talking Bear football tonight on the Nathan Brown Show, presented by Walk On Sports Bistro in Conway, and broadcasting live from their location at 955 South Amity Road. All right, 750 here, final segment on this second Nathan Brown Show of the season, and uh, something to look forward to here, Coach. The home opener, always fun, bear walk, and uh, looks like we're going to have some good weather this weekend, I think. Last check, I'll double check so. that. Not a meteorologist, Coach. I'm barely able to do the job I do. Let's see here what it says. Uh, Saturday, how about 90, sunny, perfect. Let's go. Oh, that's great. For this second week of the season? Heck Forget yeah. it. Yeah, Heck let's yeah. go. All right, Texas College, Coach, you know, originally on the calendar, you know, if you, I'm going to pull up my, my yeah. screensaver here, Coach, Yep. and you see my old screensaver says Arkansas Pine Bluff on September 9th. <laughs> that is not the case. Yep. Uh, something happened there. They decided to do something else or got another opportunity, I guess, maybe? Yeah, I think they, they had a situation. I think I think it had to do with their conference with the, the, the SWAC. And um, unfortunately for us, it, it kind of landed on our week that they were supposed to play us in a non-conference game, which obviously that's always a fun game. I mean, yeah. I, I, I want to. I would love to play UAPB every year, I, home and home or neutral side, whatever. But um, great, great. I mean, the timing of it was what was difficult. And, and obviously Dr. Teague did a great job finding – Availability. I mean, yeah. And the timing of it in the summer was not not ideal, and for us to be able to get a game was 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 awesome. And it added a home game. And it and look, it's a it's an opportunity to be in Conway. It's an opportunity to play in front of our home fans and give our young kids that haven't been a part of a game day experience on the stripes give them a chance to uh, to be a part of it. And uh, and you know, it's it's a it's a it's a game that it's a lower level team, but 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 it's a game against uh, these these are games that you got to prepare for i'm not big on overlooking teams i'm not big at looking ahead that's not what we're going to do we're going to we're going to get better at us and we're going to prepare as if we're uh, getting ready to play a team like Oklahoma state and that's that's the only approach you can have and if you don't then you're going to put yourself in a troubled situation well yeah and i think uh, for anybody at Oklahoma state that took the bears likely they almost got a really hard lesson to take home with them in, in stillwater on saturday night so again you never want to overlook anybody however that being said texas college struggled in week 1 and that is an understatement 
potentially up for understatement of the year. They are a small school out of Tyler, Texas. Your players don't listen to the show, so it's okay. And the one that does is sitting over here. Is not going to impact him at all because if he gets in there, he does what he does. Anyway, this team lost to UT Permian Base at 96 to nothing in their first week. They allowed seven plus passing touchdowns. They had an interception return for a touchdown, and they got outgained 572 to two. Now they did draw 17 penalties for 181 yards, so that's something, I suppose. Uh, so I can say that UT Permian Basin might be really talented, but apparently not very disciplined, Coach. But uh, obviously, matchups matter, and sometimes things just unravel quickly. But uh, have you seen any tape on these guys? I mean, yeah, can you tell yeah. us at all about the Steelers? Yeah, we we watched we watched their game uh, the, the, from from last I guess two nights ago Saturday and and uh, you know I think they were in a situation where they had some guys missing uh, for some various reasons. Uh, that's Texas College I'm speaking of. Um, been, in, been been in contact with their their program and their coach seemed like seemed like great great people, great program. Um, looking forward to the opportunity to compete against them. And, and look, this is this is a, a, a game that they probably have circled. I mean, they're players similar to ours when we recruit players. I mean, you get a chance to play Oklahoma State, you circle that game. That's a chance to prove your worth. And so I, I don't have any doubt that they're going to come in here and be prepared. And everybody makes great improvements from week one to week two. But uh, but we got we got to get better at us. I mean, if we yeah. don't come out of this game and feel feel confident in ourselves and, and put ourselves in a position to to be better going into week three, then shame on us. So uh, we're going to have a tough week of practice. I told our staff and our, our players last night we're going to ratchet the intensity up and, and uh, we're going to really try to improve and, and, and get better at the mistakes we made in week one. So no matter, regardless if it's Texas College or – you know the Texas Longhorns. We got to prepare and get better at the UCA Bears, and 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 that's what we're looking to do. So you guys were not ranked this week, but certainly getting some love. Twenty eighth in the stats poll if it were if it were extended, and then Eastern Kentucky just outside the top twenty five at twenty six. North Dakota State future opponent two going into this week. Uh, Southeast Missouri fourteen after a forty five to zero loss over at K State. Around the league though, coach you had Southern Utah, who you're going to play on the road in a few weeks. Gave it gave an Arizona State a heck of a scare with a two point ball game. So. Tough. Uh, Tarleton's another team that is opening some eyes. Smashed McNeese on the road this weekend. I think the UAC fared well. I mean, if yeah. you look at North Alabama getting a big win against Chattanooga, yeah. um, you know, they were a one-win team last year. I mean, obviously, you know, a lot of us played upper upper echelon talent. You know, I, uh, you know, Stephen F. Austin had to go play at Troy, which Troy, that's a really good Troy team right now. They played them tough. Uh, you know, Eastern Kentucky got got beat pretty good by Cincinnati, but we know what Cincinnati is. I mean, uh, you know, it's 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 the league has fared well. I mean, this is a, a very talented and competitive league. Uh, and, and there'll be a lot of teams that still continue to play FBS opponents and and uh, you know, over the coming weeks. So I mean, it's hard to tell who's going to be what at this point going into week two. But uh, I'm rooting for the UAC every week. I yeah. mean, I think it's 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 great if our league has success. And um, obviously, we've got to handle our business week two, and then give us an opportunity to play a big time prime time game in week three. I'm rooting for most of the UAC every week. Can't say the entire league. <laughs> uh, I will tell Coach uh, Stewart the, the 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 bar has been set at two yards. 572 to two, they got out game this week. So there, there's the goal to try to achieve at that level. I mean, good luck. That's a little, little bit of a tall order. That's, right. that's why. That's we, we tend, That's why. That's why we got a love hate relationship with the media here. <laughs> hey, again, your players don't listen, and and I know you're going to prepare like you guys are playing the, uh, you know, the Dallas Cowboys. So I'm not worried about it. Anyway, all right, let's get to the two minute drill, coach. Um, you can hit me anytime. It's fine. It's your show, not mine. Uh, where does the Oklahoma State rank all time for atmosphere? You guys have played up against some FBS teams. I mean, Hawaii had the best weather, yeah. but uh, I think for me, it's one. I yeah, mean, that, that atmosphere on Saturday night was was second to none that I've been a part of here at UCA. Speaking of Orange, Peyton Manning's coming to town tomorrow yes. for the Little Rock Touchdown Club. We get to interview him. What's a question if you were going to ask Peyton Manning about something quarterback to quarterback? What would you ask him? What does Omaha mean? Okay, okay, I'll ask him. Um, 
Team movie night. You guys are on the road, let's just say, in a couple of weeks here at North Dakota State. Friday night, you guys are getting together for a team movie. Who picks it and how? And what are we looking for there? I think Coach Collins picks it. He's kind of a movie guy. Um, we want something inspirational, fun, sports-related. What? He's he's kind of more of like a he he likes he likes uh, he likes action. He likes seeing uh, guys like Liam Neeson go tear the house down. Yeah, some some hardos. Okay, I got that. Um, would you if you guys did a team movie? You guys do it at the hotel, or is it something where you guys would go to a theater? No, we'd probably do a theater, but I mean, it, you, you can you can you have ways of setting up at the hotel. So gotcha. I, I love I love I love getting the team together and doing stuff like that. Just it's it's a uh, it's a chance for them to relax and not think about football. That's what, always fun. Yeah, no doubt. What's something you wish you had learned as a kid that you still can't do? Man, I'll tell you, whistle like whistle loud. Like we were talking about that the other night, Coach Collins and I actually were like, if I had a and I would have a decent whistle, but like he's got an unreal whistle, like to be able to stick your fingers in your mouth. And yeah. Like, because we it was so loud the other night, you couldn't get our guys' attention. But if you had some type of distinct whistle, um, I wish I would have learned. Coach, that. I need the whistle. Can you give it to me? They're not gonna mind. Oh, that's impressive. <laughs> Yeah, that's like the old Phil Jackson. That's so good. I mean, we need that. That's amazing. He's ducking down. Nobody's going to mind. Um, let's see here. Favorite animal other than a bear? You can't say dog. Oh, man. Pro- probably a deer or a duck. I like shooting them. Okay. That's fair. Uh, okay, I'm going to say the rest of these. Oh, give me one last thing here. NFL starts Thursday. Give me one. Give me your Super Bowl prediction. Who's your AFC? All right, I'm going to go. I'm, I think the Bengals take a If Burrow stays healthy, obviously, I think the Bengals take the step this year. Uh, I know everybody wants Josh Allen to take that step. I think it's Burrow. Uh, I, th- I got the Eagles back. I think right. it's Bengals-Eagles. I love that. It's great. Coach, thank you. Awesome. Uh, Will, happy birthday, buddy. <laughs> Give us a whistle. Give us a whistle. No, no, oh. Nothing like that. That's impressive. <laughs> All right. Uh, next week we'll have a couple of players along with us, and we will join you again on Saturday on the UCA Radio Network for Steers and Bears on the Stripes. First time this year, 6 o'clock. It's a 5 o'clock pregame. Join us then, and we'll join you back here at Walk-Ons next Monday. To recap it on the Nathan Brown Show. The Nathan Brown Show has been presented live from Walk-On Sports Bistro in Conway and brought to you in part by Moik's RV, Fairfield Inn & Suites, HD Roofing & Construction, Highland Dairy, and La Quinta Inn & Suites Conway.